1: The following program is made possible through the sponsorship of the Word of Life Bible Fellowship and through the generous giving of faithful donors like you. If you would like to learn more about our ministry, you can visit us at awordforlife.com. a word for life a word for life is the radio ministry of the word of life bible fellowship located in tacoma washington and now here's pastor michael fields with a word for life
0: The storm helped me to learn these things But the third reason Why the Lord makes no mention About this storm dear ones Is because the Lord makes no mention of the storm Because to the Lord The storm really wasn't an issue He makes no mention about it Because to the Lord The storm really wasn't an issue The Lord does not mention anything to them about the storm that they are about to experience because to him it was a non-sequitur or a non-issue. He doesn't mention it because to him it didn't have any real significance because he had already said to them, let us pass over to the other side. He had already told them, let us, all of us pass over to the other side. And so when the Lord says to them, this is what I have decreed and determined for your life, dear ones, when the Lord says that to you... What happens with us and to us between the time that we start our journey with the Lord until the time that the Lord accomplishes what he said he's going to do in our lives, even though those things can impact us, they cannot, will not, and do not nullify the plans and the purposes that God has ordained for your life. Even though those things can and will impact you, If God has said, this is my will for you, or this is what I have ordained for you, or this is what I have planned for you. From the time that you start your journey with the Lord until the time that the Lord accomplishes his will in your life. There was those things, those storm issues can impact you, but they can't nullify what God has ordained. They can't stop what God has ordained. The only thing that can stop it. I want everybody to hear me now. The only thing that can stop it is if you get out of the boat. If you abandon ship and get out of the boat, that can stop it. That can nullify the plans and the purposes that God has ordained for your life. And this is exactly why the devil, this is exactly what the devil wants you to do. He knows that on his own, he cannot stop the things that God has ordained for our lives. And so he tries to get us frustrated with the storm, nervous about the storm, afraid of the storm, tired of going through the storm, intimidated by the storm. Because he wants us to make the decision, he wants us to make the decision to abandon ship. Because he knows if you make the decision to abandon ship. That can nullify, if not completely stop, all that God has ordained for you. So he comes to get you frustrated with the storm. I'm tired of going through this. Or intimidated by the storm. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this one. I don't know if I I can handle this. Or or he he comes to get you fearful about the storm. Uh, 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 This is going to take me down. It's going to ruin me. I'm not going to survive this. He comes to do all these things because he knows on his own, he can't stop what God has ordained for your life. And so he comes to make you afraid. He comes to make you nervous or or frustrated about the storm. He comes to intimidate you about the storm or just get you to the point where you're just tired of going through. I'm tired of going through this. I'm tired of dealing with this. I'm tired of having to put up with this. This storm is getting on my last nerve. And I don't want to deal with that anymore. And then he's back to, yeah, you ain't got to deal with this. You ain't got to take all this. You, you know, you, you three times seven plus a couple other numbers. You ain't got to take all that. You, you, you can just, 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 just say, I had enough. Just say, Jesus, I'm through. I'm done. I ain't going to take this no more. Just just say, Jesus, hey, you, 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 just can't be, you, you can't do this to me no more. I ain't taking this. Just go ahead. Go ahead. And get out of the ship. Oh, Abandon ship. Go do your thing. Go do it your way. Go have, go. Just tell the Lord, I'm tired of the storm and walk away. Because the devil knows you do that. You will nullify what God has ordained for your life. Amen. All of it will come to a, a screeching stop. Amen. And so Jesus makes no mention about the storm. He says nothing to them. But there was notice the text. Notice the text. It says verse 24. And behold, there arose a great tempest in the sea. Insomuch that the ship was covered with waves, but he was asleep. Now our text goes on to tell us that there arose a great tempest. Now based upon the sudden and abrupt nature As to how this storm just appeared out of nowhere. And then also based upon the fact that you have trained and seasoned fishermen in the boat with Jesus at this particular time. And they mention nothing about the storm. They have no clue that this storm is about to come upon them. Peter, James, Andrew, and John. All of them were trained seasoned fishermen. You would have thought, they would have said, Jesus, this ain't a good time for a golden boat. In this storm, you see these clouds? A storm is coming, Jesus. Let's wait till the storm passes. None of them say anything about it because there was no clue that a storm was approaching. Amen now dear ones there are different discussions I, I, I struggle with this point I struggle because I, I, all these different things Lori in Sunday school Lori talks about different things come to my mind Lori I'm sitting down looking at the text and all these different things start coming to my mind I'm saying Lord Lord, I want to talk about this and the Holy Ghost says don't talk about that I said well Lord I want to talk about this over here and the Holy Ghost said don't talk about that either I said well Lord what do you want me to talk about he says just stay on point Because you start talking about all these other things that are going to take you away from the primary message that I want you to tell my people. And so I have to narrow it down to focus on what the Lord would have me to say at this particular time. And so dear ones, at this particular time, the Lord just wanted me to let you know that what we see and what happens with Jesus and his disciples is an example of how things can come upon you in a moment of time. Amen. Your life can turn in a moment of time. One moment, everything is going fine. The next moment, you're fighting for your life. Amen. One moment, everything is going peachy. You're just having a good old time walking with Jesus. The next moment, you're struggling to even hold on to him. It can change on you in a moment of time. One moment, everything is fine in your world. The next moment, your world is turned upside down. And you can find yourself struggling to hold on during those periods of time. It's easy to say you are strong in your faith when there is no storm. It is easy to say how much you love the Lord when the sky is clear. It is easy to say how you will never leave Jesus, how you will never leave the Lord, and how this other person, they walked away. But but, but you don't know the storm that they went through. You know nothing about their storm. And so, dear ones, these things can happen. The types of things that can come upon a person with the speed and the rapidity and the severity that we see here. They can be so overwhelming, dear ones, that it can leave you, it can leave a person stunned and unsure of what has happened to them and unsure of what to do next. Now, I don't know if anybody else in here besides me has ever been in that place, but I've been there. Where something, everything is going fine and all of a sudden you get a phone call or you get somebody to come see you or you just hear something and all of a sudden your world is flipped upside down. And it leaves you so stunned. It leaves you so amazed, so overwhelmed about how your life just flipped that fast. You don't really know what to do next. You really don't know what the next decision is you need to make. That can happen. In fact, hold your finger here in Matthew and let me show you something. We've already looked at it once before, but let's look at it one more time. In the book of Ecclesiastes, Because the wisdom writer, he tries to warn us about this. He tries to help us to understand. In Ecclesiastes, the ninth chapter, starting at verse 11, the wisdom writer says, I returned and saw under the sun that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happen to them all. Uh, For man also knows not his time. You don't know your time. You don't know when it's going to be your time. As the fish are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare, so are the sons of man snared in an evil time when it falls suddenly upon them. You don't know when your time is going to be. You don't know when that day is going to happen. You don't know when your storm is going to break out.
1: We will get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message in just a moment. But we wanted to take a moment to share with all of you that the aim of our radio ministry at the Word of Life Bible Fellowship is to share the good news of Jesus Christ with as many people as possible and to strengthen and edify the body of Christ through Bible teaching that is both clear and relevant. We would like to see this ministry go even farther in accomplishing this work, but in order for us to be able to do that, we need your help. If you are able... After you have given to the support of your own local home church, if you are able to help us with the cost of airing this program on the station, we would greatly appreciate it. All donations are tax-deductible, and they can be sent to the Word of Life Bible Fellowship, P.O. Box 8903, Tacoma, Washington, 98418. And if you would like to learn more about our ministry and be able to listen to some of the archived messages from Pastor Fields, you can do so by visiting us at our website, which is awordforlife.com. And now, let's get back to Pastor Fields and to today's message.
0: But there was back in Matthew, back in Matthew, notice the text one more time, because... As we continue on looking at this text, we see that there is a type of disconnect that we see taking place between what is happening with them and how the Lord is responding to it. There is this type of disconnect happening. We we see this because this storm has come upon them. But the text says Jesus was asleep. He's sleeping. And so this disconnect was so apparent and so alarming to them that in Mark's account of this, we are told that the disciples of Jesus come to him and they outright ask him, Lord, don't you care? We're about to die. The disciples of Jesus, it, it, this disconnect, this this thing, they, they're battling this storm. They're fighting to stay alive. They're, they're fighting for their lives. And they look at Jesus and he is catching Z's like nobody's business. He just knocked out, just just sleeping, just just just, just sleeping. And the disciples think that it's so alarming to them, so apparent this disconnect that they come over and say, "Jesus, wake up! Don't you care about us? Don't you care we're about to die? Don't you care what we're going through?" doesn't this matter to you good God almighty this disconnect that is there and so the experience of the storm caused all of Jesus disciples to begin to question the Lord's care and his love and his concern for their very lives the storm caused them to question the Lord's love for them the storm caused them to question the Lord's care and his concern and even his plan good God Lord, do you really know what you're doing do you do you really care about me do you, do you really love me like you say you do? Because if you did, I showed up wouldn't be going through all this. Uh, well, just... This would not be happening to me. I would not have to deal with this. I would not have to deal with that person. Th- th- it would be completely different if you really loved me. Y'all don't want to preach with me today Because y'all know I'm, I'm all up in your back pocket I'm, I'm in your purse counting your chains I'm, I'm looking at your keys Jingling them right now I'm, I'm messing with y'all today Lord have mercy Lord, if you loved me I wouldn't be going through all this This storm, this storm It's, it's, it's so intense It is so abrupt It is so overwhelming How can you say you love me? And I'm having to deal with all of this. Dear ones, based upon what we are seeing in the text, there are at least two things that I would like to point out to us on today. The first thing, dear ones, is this. in, In that we are given a glimpse here into the types of things that can begin to happen in us and with us when a storm is upon us and our faith is lacking. What we see with the disciples is what can happen in us and with us when a storm comes upon you and your faith in the Lord is lacking. Because when there is a lack of faith, dear ones, at these times, it can produce in us things like fear, panic, doubt, distress, hopelessness, an expectation of the worst, depression, Anger, questioning, and despondency. Amen. Y'all know you, you, when when you were going through that th- when you were going through that storm, there w- in your mind there was an expectation of the worst. Yeah. you were expecting the worst. Tell the truth, shame the devil. You were like, I'm going down. This is it. Just get, just get the obituary ready because I ain't making it through this one. This is it. I'm done. That's a wrap for me. Or that's a wrap for this relationship That's a wrap for this marriage That's a wrap for my finances That's a wrap for this job That's a wrap You you, you thought you were done Because the storm Impacted you And there was a lack of faith In your life You were strong Before the storm You were confident Before the storm You You were standing steadfast before the storm, but the storm exposed your fears and it exposed your weaknesses. It showed you you're not what you think you are, you're not who you think you are. Lord, have mercy. The storm. All these emotions, all these feelings start coming up out of nowhere. Fear, despondency, anger. You're getting angry. I'm tired of going through this. I ain't taking this no more. People will come and say, hey, Marla, how you doing today? I'm fine. Just leave me alone. (laughs) Take it down a couple of nights, Marla. just (laughs) Just bring it down just a little bit. And then you gotta go pause. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to snap at you like that. I didn't mean to go there. I'm just going through some stuff. Just pray for me. I'm just, y'all know I'm talking to you. Y'all know I'm talking to you right now. I'm talking to you right now. You snap on folk at that heartbeat. You're just going off. Because you're angry about the storm that's blowing in your life. You're fearful. You're frustrated. You're discouraged. You're doubtful. Doubt has has sunk in. Doubt has crept into your thoughts. Doubt has crept in where you thought faith was strong. Doubt has crept in. Doubt has permeated through the crevices. And now it is beginning to expand. You thought you were strong, but now there's doubt creeping in and you're starting to wonder about God's plan, about God's care, about God's love. Lord have mercy. All of these types of things can begin to happen within us. Because there is a lack of faith on our part. And that lack of faith, it either causes us to wonder if the Lord will help us to get through the storm we're in. Or it causes us to wonder if we're capable of handling it all, even with the Lord's help. See we 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 see, see anybody in here? Tell two say to them. Ain't nobody here gonna say no no. I, I know God can. God's able to do all He can. God can do everything. God can do all He wants to. God is all powerful. He's sovereign. He's Almighty. He can do whatever He wants to do. That's not the question. The question is, even with God's help, you're wondering if you can make it through.
1: Yes, yes.
0: If you can handle it, yes, yes. I know He can. But can I? Can I handle it? Can I stand the stress? Can I stand the pressure? Can I make the changes? Can I make the adjustments? Can I do what's needed? Can I do these things? Even with God's help. Lord have mercy. And And so these Things come upon us. The storm exposes these things. But the second thing that this helps us to see, dear ones, as we see what's taking place in the text, the second thing that helps us to see that in many situations, dear ones, how we respond to things and how the Lord responds to those same things, they're not always the same. the Lord responds to our storms and how we respond to our storms are not always the same type of response. We're angry and we want God to be angry because we're going through the storm. We are frustrated and we want God to be frustrated because we're going through the storm. Lord have mercy. And so we, how we respond And how God responds are not always the same. How we respond to things, dear ones, is based upon things like what is happening to us right now. That's how we respond. What's happening to me right now. How we respond is based upon our limited ability to have and to know all the facts concerning that thing. And how we respond is based upon how it is impacting us emotionally, mentally, and physically. How is this impacting me emotionally, spiritually, physically? That's how we respond. Our responses are based upon those things. But how the Lord responds to things is based upon such things as His complete and total control over every aspect of it. The Lord responds to things based upon his control over every aspect of it. I'm going to respond this way because I control every aspect of it. How the Lord responds is based upon his full knowledge and his full insight concerning what will take place in the future. And how he responds is based upon his clearly defined plans and purposes that he is working to carry out. And so what we need to realize and remember, dear ones, is that just because we are panicking does not mean God is panicking. Just because we are freaking out does not mean God is freaking out. And just because we are frustrated does not mean God is frustrated. Hello, dear ones. This is Pastor Michael Fields. And here at the end of today's broadcast, I just wanted to take a moment and say thank you to all of you for taking the time out of your day to tune in and listen to our program. My hope is that today's broadcast has been a blessing to you in some way and has helped you in your walk and in your relationship with the Lord. And I want to encourage all of you to tell a friend about this program and join us here next time as we look into the riches of God's word in order to find a word for life.